How's it? How's it, everybody? What is up? Welcome to Hawaii Kind Things, uh, season four, episode two. But we all are 26. on episode twenty-six now. Season podcasters and mahalo for everyone that's tuning in. Uh, if you're first time, you're first time to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, this welcome. is short kind things. Yes, welcome everybody. Uh, but this is Hawaii kind of things where we cover all things Hawaii and all cultural differences between mainland and Hawaii. Yes, and because it's a short kind of things, we are jumping right into our knowledge disclaimer. We're not kumus. We're not saying we know everything. But being born and raised in the culture, this is what we know. We're not saying there's a right or wrong answer. If you have a suggestion, come your nuts and email us at Hawaii kind of things podcast at gmail Com. <laughs> and we'll consider it. <laughs> we'll consider it. Yes, yes. I said at gmail.com, not whatyoukindthingspodcast.com. Yes. There you go. So mahalo to everyone that's reaching out to us and like always just talking, chatting with yes, us. Yes, yes. Telling us that they love the podcast and all that. And uh, we want to start doing this a little bit more often, but shout out to one of our listeners. We want to shout out one of our listeners. Yes. Sir. To Jenny. To Jenny. Jenny. She's been listening to us from the get-go. Wow. And uh, has shared some amazing story and life updates as as things go on. Yeah. Also yeah. sent us one care package. Yeah. With all the ube stuff. Okay, so I've never eaten ube cookies in my life until I got that package from you, Jenny. So thank you. Mahalo, mahalo. Mahalo. Mahalo, Jenny, you're the best. You Anyways. Can. Mahalo to our fans for feeding us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because heaven forbid, we cannot afford our own food. Yes. Like yeah, Speaking nah, nah. of feeding, this episode topic is the one and only. Is about food. Is about, <laughs> always. Serious. Which I feel like after we pause this entire podcast, 90% of <laughs> our topics could be food. <laughs> to the point where we really have to figure out a topic for food because I we've done so much food topics that at this point we're like, Okay, this is like too similar to this. We got to switch it up a <laughs> yeah, little bit. Yeah, exactly. But we never did musubis before. So here he is. Yes. Musubis really want to do short kind things so we could show you guys what musubis is. I am the musubi master. Musubi man. <laughs> At least up in Oregon anyway with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Pigeon Word Podcast. We never leave you hanging. Pigeon Word Podcast is mops. Mops. So a mops, you know, like a mop, like you mop in the floor yeah, with somebody. Like you're soaking them all. You know, up. you mop them. You know. Oh yeah. But... <laughs> That's mopping. This is what you do when you mop. Like, like, you mop. <laughs> okay, so so there's two different mops. Huh? So one of them mops is like oh they mops the plate yeah. like oh straight mops like. Yeah. Oh, that's masao. How was the plate? Mopsesh. Mopsesh. So that means you pretty much like licking your plate clean. Yeah, so yeah. that's where that comes from. But there's also mops where it's like, oh, yeah, she got, or he got straight mopped. Yeah, they got mopped like, the on floor scrap. with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but again, wiping the floor with you. You know, yeah. that's all the same. With thing. your face. Yeah. <laughs> your face, my face. <laughs> Actually, my mops. hand. My open hand <laughs> slap. And then our Hawaiian word of the podcast is your opu, your stomach, your opu, because that is what is full. Yes, of the food that you're gonna eat. And you, you once again, this Hawaiian word of podcast is actual Hawaiian words you hear. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, in public, like oh my opu also. Yeah, you know? yeah, because opu full. Yes, because you decided to eat three musubis. Yeah. for breakfast. Wait, that's like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So this is all for you. Yeah, right? like I'm so full after <laughs> just three. <laughs> okay, main course now, main course. I was just going to say, that's just the appetite. <laughs> there we go. 
With that said, uh, what is musubis? What musubi? So musubi is how I have to explain it to my friends. A lot of my friends is it's basically a spam sushi. So you have your rice, you have your slice of spam, and then it's wrapped around nori or seaweed, and that's the ba- that's the basic. Um, what is that called? Combination for a musubi. But you know, there's lots of other musubis. Like if you go to Hawaii, you have like hot dog musubi, and it's always Redondo's hot dog, red hot dog. Again, rice wrapped around seaweed. Um, there's chicken katsu musubi. Um, one of the musubis that I, a new musubi that I just ate, uh-huh. it was a musubi special, and it had um, what is that called? Seaweed inside had nori. No, oh, not naughty. Tegu. Um, tegu, thank you. Had tegu uh, yeah. inside. Oh. oh, that was the house down. That was Kiko Power. Well, was just that or had spam? Had... Oh, yeah, had spam. Oh, no, okay. had, had spam, but instead of, you know, like sometimes with the breakfast musubis, they get a layer the of egg. egg. Instead of the egg, had tegu inside. Oh, was so major. Was so major. Yeah, it was major. So, I mean, like you said, they're getting creative out there. Um, there there's musubi restaurants all over the place. Yeah. All over the place. So, uh, where can you get musubis back home? Yeah, I mean, Musubi's is going to be just like a grocery store. It's like a snack. So the thing that people, maybe people up here don't realize is because, you know, we don't see it up here a lot. But Musubi's is just like, where can you get a pre-made sandwich Straight from? Snickers. Right. Or where can you get like, you know, milk or like any grocery store, anything that serves hot foods. Yep. Um, so you can get it at Foodland. You can get it at 7-Eleven. Obviously, we have our, if you folks don't know about our 7-Eleven episode, go back to that one because we explain a little bit more about musubis. And you can stay here on YouTube Yeah, and find on YouTube. That's right. It's oh, which is on Kilowans. That's on Kilowans. That's right. But yeah, basically, if you can find hot and ready food, that like grab and go, yep. gas stations, grocery stores. Any kind. Like any kind. Texaco or like... Te- yeah, me. yeah. yeah any, any, almost any gas station in Hawaii, you're going to have Here. musubis. I take that back. I don't think there's a Texaco in Hawaii. But no, anyways, there's Texaco here. But... The equivalent, what? Aloha Mahalo gas station. Right, Oh, no, right. that's but even hella now. Shell Goncello, 76 Goncello. ABC you know? store, get them. Like, yeah, ABC store. And ABC store get good musubis, bro. You it's have a, them. It's a little bit more expensive, it's, but even then, musubis is just getting expensive. Because they know those people are going to buy them, yeah. that's why. Yeah, me, I still am buying them because I still want to <laughs> Of course, you am buying them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But going a little bit more into these... Uh, uh, I don't know if you want to say gourmet or boutique-ish, but there's some really popular spots out in town, which growing up in Y&I, mm-hmm. 7-Eleven was the most Own, Was the only place we went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So that's that's the most cream of the crop they got. But Manabu's is one place in Makiki, uh, and it's really cool because you can select white rice, brown rice, 10-grain rice. Wow. Don't know what that is. Wow. Uh, mochi rice. It's almost like a musubi like, bar. You know, they yeah, have like the, yeah, those yeah. Mexican bowl bars. Or like bars. an ice cream place or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like an ice cream parlor. Modify them. And then rice peel-off. What is rice peel-off? Not peel-off, like peel-off, like P-I-L-A-F. Oh, peel-off, like peel-off. Yeah, like peel-off part. It's okay, but I still don't know about peel off. I thought you said peel off, like the crusty bits at the end. Straight peeling off every <laughs> yeah, grain of rice. So like you're overcooking the rice and then get all the crusty hard bits, the oh. peel off. Yeah, some people like that kind. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one place you go. Okay, one big one is Fort Ruga Market, which is in Kaimuki, which oh. a lot of people love that in Okay, area. not going to lie though. Kaimuki, that area. Yeah, major food. They, well, because like Musubi's particular, like that's why I say ABC stores, they get good Musubi's because I'm pretty sure like Kaimuki is just straight Japanese community. Like mm-hmm. 
my grandma and grandpa, my Japanese grandma and grandpa met there. So like, you know, get all those Japanese people over there. Yeah. So they gotta have great musubi. Hundred percent. Thousand percent. You know, that's what they all went there and they stayed there. And now they're making the musubi. They've been doing what their family's been doing since the plantation days, pretty much. <laughs> but anyway, so musubi cafe Iyosumi is another one made with. Okay, this is nuts. Made with super premium rice imported okay, from wait. Japan. Okay, wait. I think, I think there's a there's a musubi place uh-huh. in Kahala Mall. Oh, that does that. It's probably one branch of them. Yeah, yeah. And then like like they have like musubi kits. I was gonna buy one, but again, I already know how to make musubis. Yes, though. Huh? But they do have like musubi kits. It's in Kahala Mall. It's right next to the Jamba Juice in the corner. Next um, to uh, what is that called? The one that's always no, not Jamba Juice. The one that's usually with Dairy Queen. Oh, Orange Julius. Orange Julius. <laughs> Gone. Gonzo now. Well, that's in Pro Ridge. Oh, why? They have one in Kalamaw. Used to. I know they have one in Pro Ridge. That's why Orange Julius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right next to... I on, on the tilt side. Not on the yeah, factory yeah, side. Right on the tilt outside, side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right outside Blimpies. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay, there was this TikTok with, the, with someone dressed up in the Jolly Bee. Um, okay. costume yeah. and just like, like twerking and like or like like dancing around but it was just really funny <laughs> and of course it was a Filipino party <laughs> of course because who I else would like, want the Jollibee character at their party that. like of course the Filipinos would like the Jollibee mascot at their party hey but I, I never ate a Jollibee though I know I heard they said good fried chicken or that's what they're known for I really but don't know I, I don't know because you know my heart is with Popeyes yo I'm with that Louisiana Popeyes you know Louisiana a lot different from anywhere else yeah so. I love it I live it anyway Musubi is not fried chicken oh, episode yeah. that, fried chicken is um, another episode nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Con- uh, Kukui Convenience which is in Chinatown which is, I guess, a lot of that's super popular. Why have, have I never videos. heard of these places? Because we like, from why not? <laughs> okay, yeah, why would true. we go town to Kukui, buy musubis? Kukui convenience. Yeah, and they're known for their their handwritten sign outside that says "Best Musubis in Hawaii." So, which is next, a huge claim. Next musubi short kind things part two. We're gonna be in Chinatown <sighs> eating these places, though. Yes, so Mark no, yes, words. we gonna make a video where we go into all these places. Yeah, we go. Yeah, we should. But anyway, apparently. There's not much to say about Kukui Convenience. It's just hands down one of the best musubis. Okay. I've never had, but we can go over there and judge. And just to uh, name a couple of different, um, what's it called? Places. Yeah, other places. We got Fukuya, uh, which is on Mo'ili'ili. Musukawas. Um, oh, in Kaka'ako. I think that one's new. A little bit heading more towards the west side. And then, of course, Taniokas. Because you can get the old style. You can get fried chicken from them. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. You know, like after you do the poke and then they get that. But if thingy. y'all never go to Tamura, forget your musubis. And why not? Yes. And if they sold out, you go a little bit more down the street just to Why Store. Because you know Why Nine Store gets some good musubis, bro. But, okay, they don't, they don't only have musubis. They get poke, they get plate lunch, they get... Oh, yeah. They, okay, they're plate they lunches. They things too. Spanish rolls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they want bakery. They want plate lunch place. Yeah. <laughs> they want sushi place. The Kalo Leafs. Like oh, Luau, at Wine yeah. Store. Yes. Okay. Well, and no. That's from now like they, local farms But now they too. get now they get them everywhere, bro. Even at Sack and Save oh, and, really? or Foodland, wow. you can just get like one five ten pound bag for that's whatever. That's so cool. Whatever. How more 
abundant Holland food. Well, and and that's and now. that's the hardest thing to get is the leaf. Yeah. Because you get the pork fat or the pork or whatever you like yeah. put the sweet potato, put whatever you like inside, but the leaf is always the hard thing. Yeah. And I think we forget to say the most like ubiquitous place to get one musubi is high schools. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every everyone always selling, and not only that. <laughs> okay, here, okay, here's just my. This is just my opinion, my standard. Okay, okay, okay. If you make him a musubi, you a musubi can can make at most ten slices. That's cannot like, be less. Yeah, cannot be. Well, it no, it could be less than ten because no, no, no. Uh -oh. If it's less than ten slices, it's, uh -huh. the slices will be bigger. If it's more than ten, oh, okay, then okay. the slices Never will mind. be smaller. More. Yeah. More. So if it, so if it's if it's less than ten, it's fine. You know, but I feel like you're not utilizing as much. I've seen people yeah. use eight slices of spam for uh -huh. one can, which even in Seven Eleven, we did the math. It's seven uh -huh. slices of spam. I think also they use for one can. Well, because with the, I think they, we said like. 4,000 musubis and yeah. you only use one slice and then you we also said it's like 700 or whatever the cans was so I just tried to do the yeah, math. Yeah, yeah. But it's roughly about seven slices. Yeah. Anyway, look look at this and that this is good standard then. Yeah, that's like a 10 slice. That's 10 slices. Oh, 10 slices off of one okay. can then. But there's also um, auto, not automatic, but there's also like preset like musubi cutters with the string and the wire. So how much is that? That's, but that's it, it's only technically nine because the tenth one you get like the little itty bitty sliver because wow, it, it's funny. not equal like to That's do funny, it. Yeah, it's yeah. not perfect. For yeah, that. yeah, it's not. It's not. Well, because it's that just a that. it's just a meat cutter. It's not specifically for spam for oh, musubi. Oh, like, I thought it's, it was specifically for spam. No, no, it can oh, be. It, you okay. can cut anything, uh, any squared block or any piece of meat. You True. can just sh shred it down. Let's Even be cheese. What else? Oh, that's what geez. it is. A cheese cutter. It's not. A, it's not for the spam. Okay. We just use them for can. spam. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're just throwing spam in any kitchen. Yeah, object. yeah, <laughs> that's why. But like, I cut it by hand. Yeah. Um. So I roughly just do ten slices. Yeah. But yeah. and then for the rice, I do half a cup. Of rice, of cooked rice. Oh, okay. So that's good proportion. Then. That's what yeah. I think because if you go more than half a cup of rice, yeah. unless your spam slices is thick, yeah. it's gonna be disproportionate. Okay, then again, I think now you're going off into like different styles. So, like some people, like this one is all the way, the nori goes all the way to the end. Yeah. But 7 Eleven only has a strip. Yeah. So it, it's all in preference. Or and then style. some people, they like um, their musubi sandwich, so they go rice, spam, rice. I only do them that way if I deep frying them because it's easier to deep fry the rice if it's on the outside than if the rice is... Or if you deep frying the whole musubi. Yeah, because mm -hmm. if you deep fry them with the spam sitting on top of the rice, sometimes yeah. it just slips out and stuff like that. Gotcha. But I also, if I'm deep frying musubis, I also make them the night before, put them in the fridge, and then batter them and deep fry them the next so morning. So just like fried rice, it's better if you have all the rice. Yeah, yeah. Rice. Because then everything's stuck together and it's easier to deep fry. And that's a real problem. Like... Okay, everybody, like, you can look at this and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make this. Like, it's not the easiest thing. It looks like the easiest thing, but you got to get the rice right. I make it look easy. <laughs> not you. Not you. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, we challenge that, though. We challenge that. So, like, if you never made musubis before, make musubis and just, just do them. Cook rice. Yeah, and, and you know what? To us. I'll <laughs> say tag us in on make your musubis and yes. tag us in on because I like to see if y'all can make your musubis. Because I'm telling you, everyone loves my musubis. But I also tell people, you can't anything with Hawaiian culture or anything with Hawaii culture, whether or not you believe in this Hawaiian culture, you know, I think just across the board with any culture when you're cooking, 
you have to make sure you're at the right set of mind, right? Like, mm-hmm. even when you dance, like, this is now getting maybe a little bit... Oh, yeah, it's like getting a little bit deeper than that. But, like, you know, for, deep, Hawaii, for Hawaiian culture, a lot of things is all with the thought, right, behind it. You can't just do 100%. things. You have to be in the right mind. So even when you do hula, you kind of just do hula. You got to make sure you're in the right spirit, the right mind, the right mm-hmm. physical mm-hmm. Um, strength or physicality that you need. Yep. So same thing with Musubi is, like... I like sometimes people actually I get people asking me almost every day for make the musubis. Yeah. But it's the no, I have to do it when I'm ready or when I'm in the not not necessarily in the mood, but you know when I'm ready and when I'm not feeling anything stressed out or yeah. negative or anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, just remember when you folks making your foods or making your musubis, especially if you're sharing it with people, mm-hmm. make sure you put in good energy into that. And like I think that's perfect too. It's like with anything you do, you should have the best spirit, you know, make, right. making that stuff like right. I mean I think the most common like place that's used is when you're making art. Like yeah, obviously yeah, it's yeah. gonna reflect like if you're getting all blah, you yeah, know, you think yeah. you're all blah. Yeah. You know? Yo, yep, yep, I get which that. Is the same thing, which Hawaiians does do such an amazing job at perpetuating that throughout the world. And in everyday life. This is another like weird not weird fact but funny thing. Um a lot of Hawaii or Hawaiian foods are not like gluten-free or vegetarian obviously spam is a vegetarian but yeah. if you're like just someone who's looking for something a gluten-free option musubis are technically gluten-free the spam oh, doesn't gosh. have any gluten in it yeah, the yeah. rice doesn't have any gluten in it the seaweed no, doesn't yeah. have any gluten in it yeah. um but what makes the musubi non-gluten-free is when people put soy sauce but there's even gluten-free soy sauce oh, yeah. so like i make mines with the shoyu sugar sauce so it's just and even then, I tr- this one, you don't really need to proportion it, but I think for new users or people doing this that are new, yeah. it might be easier. But I do like one cup of uh, Aloha Shoyu with like a fourth cup of brown sugar. Yeah. And just mix that and you cook that in the Spam. See, that's a, that's a secret. So that's taking them to the next level. Yeah. Because if you just fry the Spam in your oil, whatever, okay, cool, it's going to work out. Yeah. But to go next level, some people even marinate. Yeah, yeah. Like a couple hours. I think overnight's too much because then I think it'll make the meat. Okay, but here's but here's my (laughs) again, here's my opinion on marinating it. Share the Um, secrets. When you're marinating it, yeah, it gets all the flavor in there, but sometimes because there's the sugar and the the soy sauce, now you're gonna burn the spam to the pan because it's cooking out all the soy sauce. It's like creme brulee. Yeah, the sugar. sugar, Yeah. So sometimes like even then Uh. just for this batch, I almost ruined this batch. Because I was trying something different. I was trying to fry the Spam a little bit before to make it a little bit crispier. Oh, okay. But then the pan was too hot. So then when I'm putting the soy sauce, then all to show you was just... It just glazed it. Yeah. And then I'll, I had to like take them off the pan or off the burner and do the, oh, this is a little bit too hot. So. I did the I, 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 But I, that's, I, why, <laughs> that's why um, you do it, you put everything in the beginning so yeah. that the, the soy sauce, uh, the sugar show you mix, yeah. it heats up with the pan. See, that's what I'm saying. It's on science. Yeah. It's not yeah. as easy as it looks. Yeah. And we've seen ugly musubis. Ugly musubis, not tight musubis, musubis <laughs> that fall apart. Yes. Burnt, burnt spam. I don't know how you can burn spam, but burnt spam because, again, yeah. they know, even then, if yeah. you leave in the soy sauce too long, like if you put too much soy sauce and yeah. you leave it in the pan too long, it's going to burn because there's sugar in there. Exactly. So the sugar is going to burn faster than the soy sauce. Yep. Exactly. Oh, I could go off about this, but I'm not gonna keep. I going know you're already going off. This I short know. kind things. Now this might be medium kind things. So we'll be right back from break. Gotta feed my dog so she's not in our face for the break. Break. Bees. Break. Hawaii kind things is sponsored by Pure Vita Surf Shop, the most major surf shop on the Oregon coast. If you ever want to surf on the cold side of the Pacific Ocean, or even just learn how to surf. 
Pure Vita offers surf rentals and lessons on the daily. They get you covered with your wetsuit, your boots, the boards, and even instructor if you like. So go ahead and email us at hawaiikindthingspodcast at gmail.com and we go and email you one coupon that'll get you 20% off your rental. So take your ohana to the beach this weekend, go to Pure Vita, rent your surf gear, your surfboard, go out and have a cherry time. All right. And we are back. He's back with some history. History. Of the Musubi. Which I'm always interested in this part because I don't know any history. Because <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm not talking to you guys, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, actually. yeah. He's actually informing so, me for real, for real. Yeah. So, anyways, Musubi's is not what it was always called, it was called Onigiri. Onigiri is a rice ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mom my mom makes it that way and she, she pushed the. Um, Ume in the middle. Yeah, the plum. Yeah. yeah that see, that, that's traditional. Yeah, onigiri. Yeah. And onigiri, bro, goes back to like 300 BC. Yeah, I believe that. Because they found, which is actually pretty cool. Probably this is cooler than dinosaurs, Nana. They found fossilized rice balls in like tunnels and, not tunnels, but like caves and like places in Japan. Oh, talk about the rice pilaf. <laughs> Bro, that's some hard, that's some hard rice right there. That's some hard rice. And some right people there. don't know how to cook rice, and it's harder than those fossilized onigiri. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! So, anyways, uh, and that, like we talked about in the plate lunch episode, um, immigrants were coming to Hawaii to be to be workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that mid eighteen hundreds? And with them, they brought their food. And so you already know that Japanese workers were gonna bring the onigiri. So, but so it, the old style. Did they, because you can't wrap the full triangle, right? Yeah. So did they just have it like on this part of it, like to the tip? Was the tip wrapped? Like how did they wrap theirs one? That's, that's a perfect, I mean, that's a really good question. Because I don't know what, what those fossilized ones look like. But I know the traditional ones was that was like, um, was a triangle and then was on sheet and they would slit them at the corner. Oh yeah, right. Okay, they would slit them. It just folds over like that. But... I'm not, I'm not too sure how they was doing them when they brought See, them to Hawaii. okay, because I, I seen onigiri yep. when it was um, made. Yeah. And it almost looks like the 7-Eleven Musubi, how it's only on part of it. Yeah. But so when they make the square, right? Oh, because God. it's a triangle. Mm-hmm. When they make the square, the square just goes right above it. So they kind of cuts off the top tip. Gotcha. But all the corners are exposed because then the two sides are just yeah. exposed too. See, so maybe that's what 7-Eleven style, the one that don't go Yeah, that's, that's what kind I, of what they're trying to do. Okay, that's what I, that's what I was trying to think is a traditional kind but uh but i guess people use the whole musubi i mean the whole nori to go over whole musubi back then like probably to keep all the rice together well and not only that if you look at the the nori sheets even like the one i just used this morning uh-huh. i always wondered why it has little strips and so if you look at one nori sheet it has like 20 or to like 15 yeah. little strips that makes sense because that's the only strip they use like for like perforated yeah right? yeah oh Dog, I just realized that just now. Dog. And I've been making these musubis all throughout college. <laughs> and I always said that. I was like, why is it like cut so small? Like, how come they don't make the perf- the, the cut part where we actually need to cut it to make these type of musubis? Yeah. But that's because people only make the strip, like how you said, like 7-Eleven yeah. style. So anyway, so that that's how onigiri got to Hawaii. The Japanese brought that with them. Meanwhile, the mainland Hormel out of Austin, Minnesota uh, developed Spam. 
spiced ham in 1926. So it's just canned meat. Oh, with salt I thought you was gonna say the Hormel whatever would create the California roll. <laughs> I was like, what the? That's the most fakest sushi I've <laughs> ever real, eaten. <laughs> like Hawaiian pizza. Okay, well, not saying that I don't eat a California roll sushi, but I'm just saying it's like the <laughs> the fakest sushi. That's what you get all the time. But I always <laughs> get that. I always make sure I get California roll. Just, I just want to make that clear, okay? But I you was, get that. I get it and I eat it. Even like at Poke at Foodland now, they have California oh, roll poke. Okay, California poke is on a different story. That's what I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, okay, that's saying, I don't diss it. I just say it's fake, but I still eat them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they created Spam uh, in 1926. And then eventually, well, the thing, the cool thing about Spam, which oh, I'll try to condense this because I think we should have a Spam episode later on. Got but, it. um, the cool thing about spam is that it, it never goes bad. You don't have to refrigerate it. Yeah. It's I nasty. Know. It's pretty, I, I, <laughs> pretty I much. So then, well, it was very popular for American soldiers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you you may be able to figure this out if you never heard this before. Oh, so that means us local people, we soldiers. Soldiers, man. dog. <laughs> so, that just means we all soldiers. <laughs> soldiers of Christ. <laughs> Yee! Anyway, so... <laughs> Boom, so, and then we over there worshiping the Kamako, <laughs> the Israel Kamako people yeah. on their statue at the White Eye Satellite City Hall. Soldiers. Bruh, it's like Christ Radio. Brother <laughs> is. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so Spam eventually followed uh, wherever these American soldiers went. Where did these American soldiers go after the bombing? Pacific Island. I was going to say Japan, everywhere that Guam, they did not belong nor where yeah, they wanted. Philippines. You know, like all these places where spam is popular oh, now. So that's why so much Filipino ladies get white husbands. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, so I have a friend. I have a friend and we always talk about that. Uh, she's like, yeah, like, you know, my mom's Filipino. So yeah. obviously my dad's white. And yeah. I was like, stop. And she's like... No, for real. I have. She's like my my birth dad is white and my stepdad is white. <laughs> <laughs> the mom was just anti-Filipino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, right? Which sometimes it is. People aren't attracted to their own kind. Anyway, anyway, that's that's all. I was to say that's kind of like me. I always tell people I I date lots of white men because I see lots of local people and lots of people of color in Hawaii. I just want something different. It's all preference. Yeah, it's, it's all, all preference. preference. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, so I love white men. I just want to make that very clear on the podcast. So we're going to put your um, contact information down at the bottom. But anyway. Please slide left. Please slide left. <laughs> so from the 1940s on, Spam was gigantic in all these specific places, uh, especially Hawaii. And then fast forward even more to Ante Barbara Funamura. Yeah, Funamura of Joni Hana Restaurant in Kauai in early 1980s. Um, she was making onigiri style at that restaurant and eventually she started putting spam inside of them because it was so popular already right, so they can't right. start putting them in there. I was going to say, it had to be some uncle or auntie just doing the, just throwing spam inside. Getting creative. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, not even getting creative. I feel like that's still how it is now. Like, you know, your nieces and nephews. Oh, we're not going to eat this. Just throw spam inside. They're going to eat them. Like, like, is that like, not what fried rice is? <laughs> but like, even like, you know, no, the kids don't like eat cabbage. Oh, but they eat cabbage with spam. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or like cabbage with hot dog. Kolote yeah. cabbage. That's what I mean. It's like, ah, just throw spam in them if nobody like them. <laughs> yeah. They don't like them after each spam. Which is pretty much what this is and what a lot of our culture is. <laughs> right. It's just concoction of stuff that was cheap, leftovers. Like, and... oh, I need more salt. Just throw spam inside. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. More meat. <laughs> more meat. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so Auntie Barbara 
uh, is credited to making a musubi in 1980s wow. and then uh, so she was making onigiri style and then the box contribution the shape that we get today mm -hmm. is credited to one of her workers uh, Matsuno Matsumoto Kaohi brought it into work one day one rice mold that oh was on block. that's the original yeah so maker. they made that and then Auntie Barbara's husband started making some out of wood and then oh, so that, that they, became the thing. They must get family at Lehoku Elementary because that's how they make this spam musubis over there. Uh, oh, Lehoku, yeah, yeah, they yeah. get one like one fifty or like a twenty spam musubi maker. Oh, so it's like a, super long. It's like one big. No, it's a big square plexiglass. Oh, okay. and that's their mold, their rice mold. Oh, and they literally stamping, and then yeah. they just lay the spam. They inside. get that little green. <laughs> yes, that's yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And they make like twenty at a time or something like that. Which is good to mention because I'm sure people are uh, thinking how. Are they making like seven thousand? Or not only that, I know one of you guys out there is doing the whole look. Look, I did this. I made this. Um, no, we already made them. Exactly. We already, we already thought of it. Okay, speaking okay. of that, people trying to claim and all of that. There's another lady that we gotta give love to because in um, in the two thousand one cookbook, uh, stated that the potential creator was also Mitsuko Kanishiro. Mm. Uh, started selling them out of a city pharmacy on Pensacola Street, Honolulu. Uh, all these uh, people Japanese, so I believe all of them. All of them <laughs> they made them. Related, you all made them. We all I made them. I believe every single one of them that they <laughs> yeah, made them. Exactly. But then again, it's not some, it didn't take a rocket scientist to make this. So they probably <laughs> did it at the same time, simultaneously. No, I'm telling you, it was some anti doing the, oh, they don't like the rice and naughty. Just put spam in them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Pretty much. I mean, only you need to to spice them up a little bit more. It's like, ah, you know, this pickled plum, not enough. Yeah. No, for real. That's Not literally what enough. it was. It was too sour. Yeah. And then so sweet. like we gotta throw in some meat. You know, like, then Sole start for show up at their shop. They're like, bro, we gotta give them meat, not this pickled plum. Right, that's how we get, you know, fried chicken, we get hot dog, we get breakfast musubis. You can find any kind of redondos, like whatever you like. Not gonna lie, like at first I was like, why would anyone buy this hot dog and rice? And I bought them and I never went back. Like I never went back. You get I never everything now. Seven eleven get longer nisa. The Filipino sausage. Wow. Yeah. I know. I just went to 7-Eleven and bought me a Manapua. Oh. I mean, I always go Chanwan camp, forget my Manapua, but bah. Oh, Chanwan Again, 7-Eleven is the one things. stop. That's not a shortcut. Chanwan camp. No, just Manapua. Oh, Manapua. <laughs> I was going to say camp. <laughs> yeah, I gave I one story for Chanwan camp. But, the bow. But we can save that because this is on short kind things and short kind things yeah, is look coming at to that. a conclusion. We're done. We pow. Yes. Right now. Minutes. No, we pow right now. Yes. <laughs> Shoots <laughs> 30 minutes for this, <laughs> you know? and we never even like that. We never even get to our list, we kind of go short. Nah, 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 no, nah. we really did though, <laughs> <laughs> because we're just going on and on and on. But, anyways, mahalos to you guys for tuning into our yes. what is this? Uh, third video, third short kite team. Yeah, so mahalo to you guys for tuning in, watching this on YouTube. If you listen to this on Spotify. Get to YouTube. Yeah, you gotta watch what we doing. You gotta watch him. You gotta watch my dog come sprinting <laughs> into the frame. When the Musubis came, I was like, "Wow, I'm so hungry, Wahine right there." <laughs> yeah. That's when hungry Wahine Ilio. Like she's just nonchalant doing her own thing over there. She hear the foil, go boom, she's sprinting. <laughs> Bro, the frame. just right here, right <laughs> yeah. here, knocking down the camera Everything. too. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Uh, also, promo code shout out for shophole.com. We're gonna put the link down here, up there, wherever. But that's gonna be Musubi's Tan. Musubi's Tan. We'll figure out how to spell Musubi's or just copy and paste them. Well, it's <laughs> Japanese, so it's Musubi. B I, not B E. Yeah, there you go, Musubi's Tan. And then if people wanna talk to us, where they, where they reach us at? 
HawaiiKindTeensPodcast at gmail.com. Yes, so. So we can't wait to hear from you guys then. Follow us at Holly Brand. Message us on there too. We're always on there. Um, but until then, to the next short kind things, yes. listen to this jam on a podcast oh, that might yes. make us cry. We like give one special rest in Aloha, rest in peace to uh, one West Side legend, Nanakuli legend, uh, Lago Savea. So let Lago Savea's lyrics and beautiful voice take you away.
Jesus, man. 